In this episode, I share stories from my friends about positivity, kindness, and generosity in self-quarantined and, quite frankly, scary times. Let's dive in and feel good today. Welcome to Deep Soul Care, the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the real you and care for the soul you are. I'm your host, Michelle Kampmeyer, and if you're ready to find out who you are deep down and live a truly authentic life, keep listening. And don't forget, we're in this together. Hey, it's been a little bit of time. (laughs) I know I missed last week. It was mostly on purpose. Uh, I've told you guys that my husband is working at home, so it's a little more difficult than usual to find the time to record an episode when I'm alone uh, because we're not supposed to leave. So, Um, But today's episode is going to be about positive stuff. And honestly, last week I was in just so much anxiety and fear. I didn't really have anything positive to say. And I know the importance of showing up authentically, uh, but I also feel in this time, we don't need the negativity that I had last week spewed out into the world. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I did express how I was feeling to close friends and my husband. And it's been interesting trying to work through this. I try to remember that, you know, in our lifetime, we've never been through anything like this before. So right now it's going to be challenging and every day is different. Luckily, I think it feels like things have slowed down in terms of things feeling so new and different every single day in a different way. We're kind of sort of adjusting to this like quarantine life right now, some of us better than others. I totally understand starting to feel restless and, you know, wanting to get out. Um, You know, even for me, someone who loves staying at home all the time, you know, even I have these moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want to leave the house and do something that isn't at home. So yeah, (laughs) I get it. Uh, But we, you know, we're staying home. That's what we're doing right now. Except for my husband right now, he went to go get his truck washed so I could record this podcast alone in my house, which thank you so much to my husband. So you've probably heard a lot of the amazing positive things that are happening right now. Honestly, it's been incredible to see all of these things like fundraisers for our health professionals and unemployed members of our community. I wanted to talk about a lot of these things uh, because I guess I don't really have things that I, you know, I don't want to come on here and tell you what I've done. I don't want to brag about things. I'm not telling you so that I sound great. I want to tell you what I've heard about in communities like mine and yours from some of my friends. I reached out to my friends on Facebook to hear about their stories of kindness, positivity, and generosity, these things that are happening right where they live. And y'all, my friends did not disappoint. (laughs) I was reminded of so many good things. They shared some incredible stories, and that's what I want to tell you about today, the things that I was told about or have witnessed in my own life, uh, just to bring some positivity into this crazy time. (laughs) So here we go. Uh, First, so many of my online entrepreneur friends have been live streaming free things like yoga classes, meditation sessions, other courses, tarot and uh, 
oracle readings, so many things. It's been absolutely incredible to see them showing up for their friends, family, clients, and perfect strangers on the internet to help make this transition into quarantine healthier, happier, maybe a little easier for some of us. Helps remind us to stay positive, to stay healthy, all that kind of stuff. It's been really wonderful to see and for me to also partake in a lot of their offerings, but make sure you find out how to donate to them for their services if you feel called to do so. If you see people offering up some free things online, if you are able to uh, pay them for that, that would be amazing and I'm sure they'd be appreciative. Uh, Next, I have seen a lot of people with 3D printers who have kindly and generously been donating their materials and time to print things like masks, mask extenders to protect the ears and other things like this during this time. They've been for health professionals, retirement homes, other community members. It's been really cool to see that community come up with the files needed to print these things and then share them with other people with 3D printers so they can print for the community as well. And I want to send a shout out to the amazing crafty people who have taken up mask sewing and recorded videos on how to make no sew mask no sew masks for those people like me who are not really crafty. I don't have a sewing machine. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> so thank you for your service to help keep the public safe and healthy. And a big thanks, especially to the lady I ordered my masks from and my boss at work for handing them out to us. That was amazing. Lots of subscription businesses are doing free trials, releasing more and free content, and giving you more downloads for the month. Hoopla is something I'm obsessed with. It's free through your library if you have a library card. And I would imagine right now if you don't, you can probably apply for one online. I'm not sure about that. Don't quote me on it. Uh, But Hoopla, if you can get it, they've bumped their uh, limit of borrows from 10 to 15 for the time being. And they've also provided a list of more than 1,000 ebooks, audiobooks, movies, albums, and TV shows that do not count against your borrows for the month. So that's amazing. There's also lots of workout apps that are giving users free months and content. Even car insurance companies right now are giving their customers money back since their expenses are so low with so much of us not on the road right now. That is incredible. A friend reminded me this morning for my list that there is an amazing amount of animal rescues and shelters that are absolutely empty because so many amazing folks have adopted animals or decided to take this at-home time to foster. That really touches my heart, and I hope these animals are safe and happy in their new homes. A woman here in Peoria, Arizona, which is the next town over from where I live, started a free neighborhood market in her in her right in front of her home. And it was a take what you need, leave what you can kind of situation that helps people who need some assistance right now and allows others to share in an anonymous, low-contact way, which is super cool. I think I told you guys about that last week. It was really neat. Uh, Another friend's neighborhood right here in Arizona has a puzzle exchange station to share puzzles with their community. And in that same neighborhood, someone put up a clothesline with clothespins where kids can pin up their art to showcase their work, which I think is so thoughtful and really adorable. It gives kids something to look forward to in this like crazy confusing quarantine time for them. So that's amazing. 
Another friend told me about how her grandma started collecting paper bags for the local food banks so they can give out food. And once people in her nursing home found out about what she was doing, she started seeing stacks of paper bags in front of her door to donate to the food bank, like, all the time, which is so cool. And she's now known around the nursing home as the bag lady, which is so stinking cute. (laughs) I love it so much. Uh, One friend mentioned that she feels anxious sometimes, but the good thing is she feels kind of free from some expectations because everyone is just trying to be okay and healthy. Many people are realizing we're too obsessed with productivity, she says, and that we need to stop to think we are humans, not machines, that can just be and stay healthy. But the people you love is enough, and enough is great. Yes, my friend, I completely agree. (laughs) Another friend said uh, that her son's classmates had We Love Our 2020 Seniors yard signs made and delivered them to every senior's home, of which there were about 300. That's a ton of signs. And how sweet is that? That's incredible. I I know that so many of our seniors right now are, you know, missing out on prom, on graduation. I hope this stuff gets rescheduled, but it's so up in the air right now. And so this was just a really nice way for the students to remind each other that they're still in this together. And it also reminds me of a parade of cars that came through my own neighborhood. It was all the teachers from a local elementary school with signs and balloons, and they were yelling from the cars about how much they missed their students. They drove up and down each street to let them know that they hadn't forgotten about their students and could not wait to get back into the classroom to teach them. I started tearing up as I was writing that note. <laughs> like I remember what was happening and watching outside and, and hearing them yell to the students. It was just, it was really touching. I don't have kids, but I was like, wow, this is just so sweet. Uh, let's see. Scrolling on my list. Okay, Mandy from Positively Frosted, a local vegan bakery here in Phoenix, which is amazing. Uh, she said that she recently had two orders from out-of-state customers who wanted to send cheer to their friends who had to postpone some celebrations. Cupcakes went to a birthday girl who had a cruise planned that obviously couldn't happen right now. And a small cake was delivered to a couple who had to delay their wedding. So that was really sweet of some people who wanted to cheer up their friends. Another friend told me that she's done multiple shopping trips for her elderly and quarantined neighbors where she shops for them and leaves everything on the porch before ringing their doorbell. She said it felt like an adult version of Ding Dong Ditch, (laughs) which I thought of that too the other day. I dropped some stuff off at my parents' house and I didn't ring the doorbell. I just texted my mom to let let her know that it was outside, but it felt like Ding Dong Ditch, but with presents, which is kind of, it's way more exciting. So (laughs) there's that. I've heard that a lot of people are doing that and I see a lot of posts in some of the local groups I'm in on Facebook of people who are able to get out and go shopping to help support people who are not able to right now. So that's really cool. There have been a lot of virtual birthday parties and other celebrations to stay quarantined and make sure we're not getting our friends and family sick. One friend told me that they celebrated her nephew's fourth birthday via FaceTime. They had a surprisingly fun and nice time, and her nephew was just so happy to celebrate, even though only his mom and dad and sister were able to be there physically with him. So that was really nice because I know that this has to be a weird 
confusing, like what is going on time for these young kids who can't really grasp what's happening in the world right now. So I'm glad they were able to do that and that her nephew was just super happy to celebrate his birthday. I've also heard about people not tipping very well. I know that's negative, but of course, I've heard the opposite as well. Some people are digging deeper into their pockets to help out these essential workers who are still doing their jobs and showing up every day for us. People are ordering takeout to keep businesses afloat. They're ordering extra groceries to donate, and they're even leaving goodies for delivery people to take as a thank you. It's really inspiring, and it honestly lifts my spirits. Right now, it's just such a crazy time, and knowing that people are being so generous and giving and kind just really helps. I've also heard about restaurants here locally that are not staying as busy as they would like to. So what they're doing is they're selling their produce, flour, and other bulk items to people in need. It's a really cool thing because it gives these businesses income while supporting the community with things they need to cook more at home. To me, it's a win-win. So I hope you'll see if restaurants are doing this in your area as well. We've adjusted so quickly to this new reality, and so many people are working at home now, but the places where we have to be in public had to change at the drop of a dime, too. Locally, I buy produce from programs like Market on the Move and Produce on Wheels, so if you are here in Arizona, usually the Phoenix Valley, but sometimes they have it in places like Tucson, Prescott, and, and Flagstaff. Uh, they are food rescue programs that give you 60 to 70 pounds of produce and sometimes other items like bread or packaged goods for a flat donation. Market on the Move is doing pre-packed boxes to reduce the amount of contact, and Produce on Wheels has a system where you don't even have to get out of your car to get a box that week. I got one at the local market that we had here in Sun City West this past weekend because actually a friend on Facebook ordered one and she thought she was ordering it for the East Mesa location, which if you're not local, <laughs> that is very far <laughs> from Sun City West. And she didn't want to drive all the way out there for the box. So she offered to give it to somebody who was close to there. And that's again, super close to me. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Absolutely. So I got her box and went through the whole system of them keeping you in your car. And all you had to do was roll down your window to either pay for it or show them that you'd prepaid on PayPal. And then you went through the line, pulled up in a parking spot. And when it was your turn, you would open your trunk, they'd fill it up and they'd tap it so that you knew they were done. And then you left. It was absolutely amazing to see how quickly they'd adapted to this to keep so many people healthier and safer in this time. And one incredible thing that happened to me that I want to talk about is that my only editing client, which I know I've talked to you guys about extensively, my editing business, was not something I wanted to continue, but I did reach out to one client because I love working with her. She's amazing. And this whole situation has really proved to me why I felt that pull to ask her if she wanted to still work with me. Uh, she emailed me to let me know that our editing date that was scheduled for about a week and a half from right now was not going to work. I sent out a two-week reminder and she responded to that. And I was totally not surprised because she is like my hero. She's got four little kids, so I cannot imagine trying to write the emotionally charged romance that she usually writes while trying to homeschool all of her children. Like she's just, she's amazing. But she wanted to pay me 
anyway right now to help me and my family out. She knows she's my only client and that's my major source of income. So it was so touching that she was more than happy to send that money to me now when I might need it more than ever. I just, you guys, I was speechless. I didn't know what to say. I even reached out to a friend. I'm like, do I accept this? I don't, I don't know what to do. I really could probably use it, but like, it was just, oh my gosh, I was just so grateful. So yeah, you guys, that was a list of at least 17 things. <laughs> so it's amazing. I could go on with these stories all day. I love talking about them. It makes me feel good to focus on the positive stories of how we're coming together as a community to take care of each other and the people who need it the most right now. I know, you know, there's a ton of negativity out there. The whole reason why we are self-quarantined, working from home, homeschooling our kids, and needing this assistance is quite frankly terrifying to me, which which is why I skipped last week's episode. I have just been so easily caught up in that fear and that worry. You know, it's why my anxiety has been so terrible lately and it's been messing up my hormones, which is unfortunate. My body is absolutely rebelling and I had to call into work this week. I'm honestly kind of a hot mess. <laughs> I'm trying not to cough right now. My anxiety cough is high. It's just like an my anxiety shifted this past week where it wasn't feeling quite like it used to. So I was worried that I was actually really sick and and I'm having a hard time trusting my body and knowing whether or not this is anxiety or if I have what's going on. Or I actually <laughs> realized when I was pulling weeds that I was breathing in the dirt. And here in Arizona, we have valley fever, a fungus that causes valley fever in our dirt. And so I was worried that I was getting that. And I Googled the symptoms and they're basically the exact same as this virus. So that made me spiral <laughs> in some more worry. And oh, you guys, it's just, it's been, it's been rough. But I, I try to remember, you know, and I don't necessarily want or need to do the comparison game. The things that we are going through, whether they're worse or better than what other people are going through, they're still valid and they're still things you are going through. We don't have to say, well, so-and-so has it worse than I do, so I shouldn't feel bad. I shouldn't feel stressed. I shouldn't feel worried. We can still feel these things. Absolutely. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, I know I do it where I, I have said, well, you know, I know people are going through worse things than I'm going through right now. You know, my husband's still working, so we still have an income. For a lot of things, we have split finances, so I don't, you know, he wouldn't let me go broke, but my client offering to pay me meant so much to me because that's the income that I have. So that was incredible. Uh, but all in all, like, I'm still going through things and it doesn't necessarily matter if it's worse than what other people are going through or not. It just, it is what it is. And so that's what I'm going through. I, it, it, it feels mostly like I'm doing it to myself. I'm so worried and anxious. Um, but, you know, the things that are supposed to help, like yoga and meditation, and, you know, I could do more of those things, but I was trying and my anxiety was either getting worse or it wasn't doing any better. So um, those weren't the things that were really helping me. I know what helps me a lot is when I go do my grocery pickup, uh, I order it through Sprouts or Fries, whichever store I'm going to go to that day, and I, I order the pickup. So they put it right in my trunk and I can go. 
uh, I listen to music or I listen to a podcast. I, you know, I get out into the world and I see that other people are living their lives. I'm trying not to judge the people on the road. I'm on the road, right? Anytime someone goes to Facebook and they're like, oh, I saw so many people while they're outside. It's like, well, you were too. And I assume that you were out because you were doing something you needed to do. Many of these people probably are as well. We still have people going to work. We still have people who need groceries. We have people who are shopping for people who can't right now, you know, things like that. So I try not to judge and I try to just remember the positive and I see other people out there living their lives and that really helps ground me out of the worry. You know, I get to, I get to stay in, in a positive feeling of they're so good out there. So that's why I, I really wanted to put together this list of positive, amazing things that I know are happening in my community, probably your community. I'm sure there are a, a ton others. And if you have any stories, I would love to hear them because if this is the kind of thing I have to keep doing right now to stay sane for myself because I just don't feel like I currently have anything more, I don't know, positive or pressing or, you know, any kind of self-care kind of stuff to, to advice to give you right now, then that's what I'll keep doing. So please share your stories with me, whether or not I record another episode like this. I do want to hear them. It helps me stay positive over here on my end. And I know that if you are talking about it, it's on your brain too. So then it's helping you on your end. And that's, you know, all we can do right now for the most part. It's just kind of a a bit of a survival game and that's okay. So I guess that's one last thing I want to say is that if you're not living your best life right now or you aren't, you know, totally decluttering and organizing your house or learning a new language or taking 800 courses or, you know, whatever, it's okay. <laughs> Now's not the time for that for some of us and that's all right. So focus on the positive, do what you can, wash your hands, wear a mask if you have one, Take care of yourself and take care of your soul. I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I release a new one every single Thursday, so hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. If you want to reach out to me, please do so. I love to hear from you. I'm on Instagram at Michelle Campmeyer, and my email is michellecampmeyer at gmail.com. And if you would, send this episode to someone who might need to hear this message. Take care of your soul, and I'll talk to you next week.